Welcome to Adventures in Creativity, a show fueled by conversations and curiosity with your host, David Swida. Last week, we talked about that amazing and important tool that I added to your creative toolbox, the question of what if. The idea of being able to look at multiple different uh, situations and in creative projects and just have fun, you know, a little bit. Say, what it would happen? What if I took a little of this, mixed it with a little of that, and we, you know, just experimented, see what happens? And I have to say thank you guys so much because that episode is getting a fantastic response. I'm really, really honored. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But this week, I realized that after I recorded it last week, there's kind of a second companion to this, a, a compliment, a companion piece, I guess is the best way to say it, that goes hand in hand with the idea of what if. And it's a way that you can use the two of these items in your toolbox, you know, clear out a little space. We're going to we're gonna find another tool that you can add here that I think works perfectly with the idea of what if that we talked about back in episode 12. If you haven't listened to it yet, go ahead and, and stop this right now. Go give a listen to episode 12 in which I talk about this amazing power in the tool of what if and how to add that to your creative toolbox. And then come right back. I'll be here waiting. Go ahead. All right. That was a good episode, right? Now, before we get into the the idea for this week and the, the companion piece to the what if topic, I do want to say, as always, this is the Adventures in Creativity podcast. I'm your host, David Swiduck, and to keep up with everything to do with Adventures in Creativity, um, you can follow me over at my website, simply at davidswiduck.com, or look me up on Twitter. It's at David Swiduck, and we'll have a conversation. Reach out. I won't bite. <laughs> I'm always open to chatting with people. And um, last episode, I had some fantastic conversations with people around the idea of what if. Now, the, the idea this week, the topic this week, we'll dive into it fully later, I guess, a little bit. Um, not too late. I, this probably won't be a real long episode, but there are some things I want to cover before we get into this companion piece. But I really do feel that this idea, what you saw in the title, the importance of play on creativity. It's something that ties in so beautifully and so wonderfully with the concept of playing what if, you know, trying out that power tool of what if. I mean, if you think about tools in your creative toolbox, I mean, the, the question of what if has got to be one of the most powerful universally used tools. I mean, I don't know, what, what, what would that be? Would that be like going with a hammer or would it be, you know, like a common screwdriver, something you can use all the time? Or are we talking power, like some kind of power saw or something? I don't know. I'm not a tool guy. Can you tell? <laughs> but anyways, um, the, the, the tool this week, the, the advice, the bit of information with the importance of play on creativity, creativity, holy cow, it's going to be a long night, guys. We're already stumbling over words and we're just getting rolling. But this, this topic goes completely hand in hand with the question of what if. And we're going to talk a little bit about why and, and the, the things that can come from doing that. Let's get into it right now, shall we? All right. Now, I did mention there were a few things I wanted to touch base on. A little bit of um, 
almost housekeeping, but a little bit of a story time, I guess, to get us to where we're going about this idea of play. And so what I want to say first off, as I mentioned off the top of the episode, thank you guys so much for the the response to the, the episode last week. I mean, it has become quickly one of the top episodes so far in the Adventures in Creativity podcast that we've done up to this point. But not only that, it's also been by far the most well-received, most engaged with episode that I've done when it's been just a solo episode. You know, our conversations we have, those seem to do pretty well all the time because people just, I think, naturally love to hear, you know, what what that person's going to say, what that person's going to talk about. But when it's a solo episode, it can be a little tougher and, you know, people aren't, aren't used to me. They don't know me. I don't have a big name. So it's tougher for people to get into. And so last week's episode, the response I got from it uh, been fantastic. I do encourage you, like I said earlier, if you haven't listened yet, go check it out because I think you're going to dig it. But what happened from that is going to require a little bit of setup in, in terms of, you know, kind of filling in some blank spots on, on how I know these people and what's going on. I'll try and keep it as short as I can. I don't want to ramble too much about this, but one of the biggest things that that came from that episode last week and the idea that I put out there for you guys of the, you know, what if allowing what if back into your creative toolbox is I had some fantastic engagement with people, conversations where people were saying, oh man, I, I really love this idea. You know, it, it made me think of this and this and getting to see some of the cool things you guys were up to after putting the idea of what if into play was fantastic. And probably the biggest example of that is with my friend Antonio. Now, Antonio, I've mentioned him before. He's got a podcast about photography. It's called Street Shots. Fantastic show. I do recommend go check that out because he's bringing a lot of information. He comes from a place in photography, and I don't mean this to say, oh, he's an old timer. It's certainly not that. I mean, it's not like I'm a young spring chicken either, you know, in my 40s here, but um, he's been doing photography through a lot of changes over the years. I mean, going back years and years and, you know, in the film days and stock photography, a whole bunch of life experience. So he's got some really, really good takes and good, interesting things to say about photography. And so Antonio, along with a few other friends, there's six of us total, we have a, a bit of, a, I guess you'd call it a collective that we're working on getting going. Um, it started out, I, I started it on accident actually, <laughs> after, uh, you know, been chatting with a handful of these photographers, I've got to know them online. And sent a message saying, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we had a space where, you know, the, the six of us could get together and, um, you know, it's kind of bounce ideas off each other. You know, I, in my mind, I was thinking of it kind of like a virtual camera club, you know, where you had a, a bunch of people whose opinions you you trusted and respected and you could, you know, trust to give you good, honest feedback and bounce ideas off of, have good conversations, things like that. And it started out initially, there was there was one other gentleman in there and a fantastic friend of mine and just i don't want to call anyone out by name but it did just didn't seem to fit for for him and a few other people and and so he had decided he he didn't want to be didn't want to be a part of it anymore and that's cool i mean no one you know as a friend i, I certainly wanted him to stay because selfishly i like talking to him and, and he's uh you know who you are if you're listening. And I, I really enjoyed our conversations and stuff. So selfishly, I wanted him to stay, but I understood that he wasn't really happy in the situation. And I don't think it was quite what he was anticipating getting into it. And so he decided to to move on and we still keep in touch, which is fantastic. But 
Um, we, we did bring in one other person after that, uh, actually two other people after that, now that I think of it. And so there's a six of us now and part of this collective, we're not sure what our direction is. We're not sure where it's going, but you know, we're working on putting something together because we think it's, it's a great opportunity to share all of our collective knowledge, even though we all kind of come from very different places. We all have different things that are kind of our go-tos when it comes to photography. But in this group chat, this collective we have. After listening to my episode, Antonio started uh, posting up some some images he had made, and he he said he was inspired in part by my episode and in part by another one of the members, uh, Mark, who was doing some fantastic things as far as um, you know his creative work. He'd been sharing and different things. He's fantastic, guys. Oh man, he's so good. Fantastic portrait shooter doing this fine art portraiture. It's it's amazing. And he had shared some stuff, and, and it was kind of the, the perfect storm for Antonio. And you can hear him talk about it and tell more of his story on how he got there. Um, if you go over to our, our other friend, Mac, who's also in this group, he's got the fantastic show. I'm, I'm sure you've heard me mention it before, Shutter Time with Sid and Mac. Mac is the host over there on the Shutter Time podcast, and he had Antonio on as a guest. And so they talk about part of this, and oh my gosh, I was blushing by the end of it. They had such kind things to say. So you guys... You're the best. The support you give us is so amazing. But anyways, go check that out as well. I'll have it linked up in the show notes as far as that Shutter Time episode. But what happened is the perfect storm of things where Antonio was thinking about not only my episode, but the images and stuff he was seeing from Mark. And he got the idea to try out something with his photography he had never really done before. He'd always kind of wanted to. There's been some work like this that he's looked at for a long time, it sounds like, and just never kind of tried it. And he just decided, you know what, what if, what happens if we do this? Let's give it a whirl. Let's see what happens. And I'm not going to lie. The results were fantastic. The the images are beautiful. And if you go over to the link on the Shutter Time podcast I have, you're going to see a handful of Antonio's images there. What he did was some light painting. And I'm not talking about like, you know, you what would you call it? I don't, I don't want to bash on anyone. I want to keep things positive, but it's, it's a kind of light painting where you're using long exposures in a, a you know small soft light source to kind of fill in and paint the light on a on a still life situation to bring out the details where you want and things like that. This isn't the kind of light painting that you see sometimes on Instagram where people are, you know, standing outside in the dark and using a flashlight to write words in the air. That could be cool and fun too, but not that kind of light painting. We're talking about a way to to create these kind of very classical feeling. Um, there's a softness, but a richness saturation to the colors, the detail that comes out of it is amazing. Just these really, really beautiful photos. And he was playing around with that. And I mean, what greater compliment could you get than having a friend of yours or, you know, someone, a listener hear the show say, Hey, your show helped inspire me to do this and look what I made. And they shared that with me. And that's fantastic, man. That made my day. And, you know, thinking about it, I, I'm you know definitely hoping to see more and more from you guys in terms of that. But all of that kind of brought me to realize last week that, you know what, the idea of what if was kind of a part one. I didn't mean it to be a two-part series, but what if was kind of a part one to the equation. Antonio took it into his hands and took care of part two. He's a seasoned photographer. He's been around the block and maybe completely subconsciously stumbled into this. Um, but it's what we want to talk about today. It's the idea of the importance of play on creativity. And, you know, what, what do we mean by that? Play, I mean, are we talking about, you know, Play-Doh and toys and coloring books? Uh, maybe. 
maybe not necessarily. But the thing is, when we when we look at the idea of what if, there's a quote I read. There's an article. I'll link up here in the show notes. It's from a website called creativesomething.net. And um, the article was written by a gentleman named Tanner Christensen over on this website. And it says, um, he's, he's quoting some research there. And it says, you know, research shows that play-like activities put us into a psychological state where it's okay to fail, where it's okay to wonder what if, bingo, right? And then as a result of that thinking is the ability to freely explore the unknown, from that exploration, creative insights are much easier to spot. Now, there's a lot to unpack there, guys, and I think it's so vitally important when we talk about the idea of what if and being able to just experiment and try things. Because when we when we go into any creative pursuit, you know, I tend to tend to relate it to photography a lot because that's what I do primarily. But anytime we go into something thinking, "What if? Let's try this. What if?" The idea of keeping it playful, of allowing ourselves as creatives to just kind of play around with our art, with our creations, with our creativity, it really gives us the freedom to be able to explore without any consequences, without any, you know, formality, without any rules, without any expectations of what's going to be good, what's going to be bad. Because the idea behind it and the reason it is so absolutely important to play with your creative process, you know, I mean, there's, don't get me wrong. Let me, let me pause here. I know some of you are going to say, well, you can't play around and do this stuff when you've got client work that doesn't apply to me. I get it. I'm not saying that when you're working for a client or you're working on something extremely important like that, yeah, there's a time and place to get down to business, rely on those things, you know, and your inner creativity and let that create the work that you can create, you know, the stuff that you know you can do. You don't want to experiment on someone else's dime. You know, there's no, no way around that. But what's cool is that if you let yourself play and you let yourself ask those questions of what if, you may find yourself adding things to your toolbox, to your visual repertoire, to your writing um, ideas, your voice, whatever you want to call it, that you may not have ever discovered or may not have ever found had you just stuck to what you know. By allowing this ability to play and explore, you know what, guys? I hate to say it. It allows you to go on an adventure. Hmm. Where have we heard that before? Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, it, it allows you to really go explore your creativity, go on an adventure in your creativity. And suddenly you you hit on something like, wow, I really like this or, oh, I could do this. And that gets filed away in your brain for the next time you're on a page shoot because you figured this out now. It's something you know how to do. It's something you're not figuring out on the fly. It's now part of your toolbox. And you may never have found that if you didn't take time to ask what if, if you didn't take time to play around a little bit. You know, the one thing that's that's another quote in this article that I really thought was cool and it really kind of sums it up nicely as it says, when we look at play, uh, play involves a very pretend type of work where anything goes, right? Anything at all. The results of play can often be very real, when it, especially when it comes to creativity. But by removing the strain and constraints of the real world, basically by saying, you know what? I'm just playing around. I'm experimenting. Having fun here. We remove all of those rules and that box we put ourselves in, 
And it allows us to very openly explore, you know, all kinds of different possibilities in our work. It allows us more than just a mere escape from reality, based on the quote in the article. It also offers us more exposure to, di- to diversity of perspective. Now, let's think about that a little bit because the first quote, you know, what it says there puts us into a psychological state where it's okay to fail. It's okay to wonder what if. We've removed that limitation within our mind that says, you know what, I can't do that because that's never going to work. You know, I, that's not how things are supposed to happen. So I better not do it because, you know, the internet in, in years of ex, you know, experience or people shouting on the internet about this or that have said, nope, that's not what we like. That's not what's going to work. So I'm not going to try it. When we allow ourselves to just play. And let ourselves experiment and do things like that. It puts us into a mind state where we're not worried about failing because there is no success or failure. The the success is just simply being able to let ourselves explore, let ourselves just have an adventure, just go out there and try something, see what happens because, you know, we're never going to know if something's going to work for us or if an idea is going to work or anything else until we try it. And oftentimes we need that playful mentality to go into it and just say, you know what, let's see what happens. Because otherwise we may look at it and have some, you know, preconceived notion of how that's supposed to look at the end when we really don't know. And if we do have an idea how it's supposed to look, I would argue that we're really not playing the what if game. We're really not utilizing those tools. We're not asking that question of what if we're not pushing ourselves to just try things differently, see what would happen. You know, and and that's the second part of that first quote I gave you guys. You know, result of that thinking is the ability to freely explore the unknown. And within that exploration, all of a sudden, all of these different creative possibilities are much easier to notice. They're much easier to spot because we're not stuck inside that box of this is right or wrong creatively. Opens your mind, lets you, you know, freeze it up and lets you go do whatever you want. Now, a lot of this, if you go online and start looking at the importance of play in creativity, you're going to find a ton of articles. They're all related to, you know, pushing kids to do a little bit of playtime when you're trying to teach them and, and expose them to, you know, I don't even like saying expose them to it. It allows them to explore their creativity, but by letting them do something like, you know, play with some Legos or, or Play-Doh or whatever it is for, you know, 10 minutes or whatever before they start making something, before you ask them to do a creative exercise. Studies are showing that they actually have much more, much higher creative output when they've had a little time to play. Because I think at its basic sense, it kind of just relaxes the mind, lets us kind of open up to potential things, you know, whatever might come. But more importantly, it helps us get out of our own way. It helps us just remove those invisible barriers that we put in front of ourselves that say, you can do this, you can't do that, this is okay, this is not. Now, obviously, I'm talking about this in terms of creativity. I'm not talking about right and wrong in the the world sense. I mean, you know, killing people is wrong. <laughs> you know, there are just things like that. They're not open to interpretation. But what I'm talking about is just in terms of creativity. And so there's there's this mindset, this ability to just blow the doors off it and really, really just have fun with it. And that's something that I think Antonio did extremely well. And he was able to take my idea of what if it's it hit him at the right time. You know, it was the the right message at the right time. And so often that's the case. I'm sure 
Me saying that in my episode is not the first time that anyone's ever said, ask the question of what if. I guarantee it. I'm not some completely outside the box original thinker on that side of things. It's just that for whatever reason, it hit him at just the right time and it made him want to try something out. It got him thinking about something that he was able to, you know, kind of translate that and mix it in with a little bit of, you know, some other inspirations from Mark and, and other things he had going on. And he had some time. He thought, you know what? I've always wanted to try this. What am I waiting for? Let's grab a camera. And then he got to problem solving. That's a fun part, right? You get to experiment, say, well, what do we have? I got a wall over here and, you know, some light over here. I got a light source in my iPhone. A lot of work. You know, let's try this and try that and experiment, have fun. And it was so, so incredibly humbling and, uh, you know, inspiring, quite frankly, to see what he had done and to hear that, you know, in, in some small part, I had a, a, a role to play in that. And so it, it was very, very rewarding. And that's why I gave that message last week, why I gave that message. I sound like a preacher for crying out loud. That's not, that's not the goal here. It, it's why I kind of brought that up last week, because it's something I really felt and I still feel could be just an essential tool in anyone's toolbox. Now, I do have a couple examples of of people playing, just experimenting, trying things out that, that I'm going to link up in the show notes here that I want to talk about as well. But before I get to those and, and talking about those, there is one other bit of, um, I guess you'd say kind of housekeeping that I wanted to touch base with here on the com, uh, on on the podcast. So you guys are aware of it. You'll be ready for it when it comes. Because I don't know if you guys are aware, if you're a photographer, you probably have heard of it. It's a podcast that was running for years and years. It was called On Taking Pictures with uh, Bill Wadman and a uh, gentleman named Jeffrey Sidoris. Two fantastic individuals. They had a wonderful show. It went for years and years, and they finally decided it was time to, to hang it up, which was a sad day. But hey, when you've got years and years into it and hundreds of episodes, I mean, what more can you ask for? You know, right? And so Jeffrey has been doing, uh, Jeffrey Sidoris, he's been doing his own uh, shows, a couple different ones, doing some different things. And he has this idea that I am really 100% all in on. And because he's got a number of different shows, uh, you know, kind of different topics, uh, maybe not regular release schedules, things like that, he's kind of approaching his podcasting where he's got multiple shows. The same way that YouTube will will approach things, you know, if you're if you're a YouTube content creator, uh, YouTuber, if you will, I kind of hate that term, but um, if if you look at how that's presented, when you subscribe to YouTube, you're not subscribing to a topic or to a show per se. You're subscribing to an individual, and then whatever they put out, you get to see what's in their feed. And so what he's doing is he's transitioning. I think he's got three or four different podcast going. And he's basically putting those all into one giant feed. He's calling his uh, something, I believe it's Jeffrey Sidoris, everything. Um, And it's just a feed that's, you know, every week there'll be an episode out every single week, but you know, it could be an episode of one show or another show, you know, whatever it is, because that way it gives him the freedom to, to share what he wants to share. And it got me really thinking like, you know, I do a geek show with digital soup, right? And that's, that's where I got my start in podcasting. We've been at this a little over two years now, and it's fantastic fun. I, I mean, I look forward to it so much each and every week because I get to sit down with two of my best friends and just talk about all kinds of geeky things and games and movies and tech and all that stuff. We have a ton of laughs. It's so much fun. So if you haven't listened to Digital Soup, shameless plug, 
go ahead over to digitalsouppodcast.com and uh, give a listen. I think you're going to like what you hear if you're into tech and geek stuff. And as you guys know by now, both from that show and from probably listening to me here, I'm a pretty big geek. I mean, I'm a comic book nerd. I love movies. I love music. My interests are so big. I mean, photography is is really one of my primary creative outlets. Music, a second one that I've done for much longer, but just don't don't play as much as I'd like to anymore. But there's so many other things I'm into. And one of the goals I have with this show when I started it, and the reason I, I chose the title Adventures in Creativity is because I didn't want this to be just another, here's how to become creative. Here's how to turn your creativity into XYZ, you know, motivation. I, I know they always say the advice is, you know, find your niche and, and really drill down into that and get super specific with your show because that's how you reach the most listeners. And I, I get that because that's, you're going to be able to find an audience. But you know what? When I started this show, when I think of creativity, there's so much that I find inspiring. It's not just photography. You know, it could be movies, I, you know, TV, gaming, whatever it is, books, all sorts of different stuff. And so I wanted the freedom to be able to explore those different avenues a little bit. And that's, that's what I, you know, hope to do here going forward. And that's part of the idea behind the conversations too, is talking to people in all different aspects of creativity. But the one thing I really, really have kind of shifted as the new year has started, it really clicked for me. The one goal I have is to really try and help share. I want to bring more of an awareness to all sorts of different cool things. It could be a small Instagram account, could be this indie novel that I read, could be you know some YouTube video, music, whatever it is. I want to be able to just share all kinds of cool stuff I'm into because I'm not a person saying this is the next big, big thing. It's more of an idea that, you know what, creatively, there is something here that is inspiring me, something that I'm really enjoying. And I want to share that with you guys, the rest of rest of the you know adventurers here and adventures in creativity, because it might just be something that gets you thinking about something new that you can then put your own what if style on, you know, your own what if spin. You can play around with an idea, whatever it might be. Maybe it just gets you thinking, and you know, quite honestly, maybe it's just purely entertaining and you don't even realize how it pertains to creativity. But for some reason, it just excites you. And that's an awesome thing. And so going forward, I'm not saying I'm going to be all over the place every single week, you know, one week doing an album review, one week doing photo talk, one week doing this and that. No specific structure, but I wanted to give you guys a heads up because if you hear an episode come out for me and I'm spending the whole time just doing nothing but sharing with you, you know, the latest show I'm, I'm watching or a movie I've seen or something like that. I'm going to talk about that and, and share it because it's just something I found enjoyable and I want to do my best to just share positivity, share stuff that excites me with all of you. So follow me along. I don't want you to be feeling like I threw you a curveball if and when that happens. So to get back to the idea of playing, um, there's a couple Instagram accounts I follow, which actually, the more I look at them, it seems like I get recommendations for more and more. And there's some fantastic work being done. And like I mentioned, I'm a huge geek. And so there's a couple Instagram accounts I'm following where it is almost the perfect epitome of what it means to play with your creativity. The first one is an account. I've got it linked up here in the show notes, um, but it is at hot.kenobi. So hot Kenobi. Take on the Star Wars Ben Kenobi. And he's from Osaka, Japan, or he or she, I think it's a he. Um, 
And the the description of his profile, his his little bio just simply says action figure photo in Osaka, Japan. And when you look at the stuff he's doing, he's literally taking action figures, a lot of times superheroes, uh, especially Marvel superheroes, you know, a lot of Captain America, Spider-Man, Thanos, all these different characters. And he's doing a really fantastic job. I mean, I'm looking at a post here. Um, one of his more recent ones from uh, about five days ago, and uh, it's it's called Your Friendly Neighborhood Hairstylist. Um, he apparently had Robert Downey Jr. share this, but he's got a Spider-Man figure, action figure, uh, standing behind um, a Captain Marvel action figure, and they're they're in a mirror, looking in a mirror, and it looks like Spider-Man's doing Captain Marvel's hair, and you know, it's it's really just a fun piece. And the, the, the thing I love about his feet, I mean, he's got, you know, superheroes holding instruments. So they're all, you know, looking like a a band playing music, or he just takes these action figures and puts them in these kind of goofy, silly, and fun, uh, settings in, in terms of, um, real life situations. I mean, he's got one with a character, comic book character of Cyclops standing in front of what looks to be some sort of a space heater where you've got the red coil going up the inside of it, but he's got the character posed just right where it looks like it's the blast from Cyclops's eyes. Um, some really, really fun stuff. And I, you know, you look at something like this and you think, you know, this guy takes it very seriously. He, he works hard to create some interesting and you know exciting and and well executed um you know photos and, and stories within these photos he's he's doing a really nice job of that but at the same time it is all action figures it's toys it is literally the epitome of playing with his creativity he's got one uh recent uh recent one that he did well, this month earlier in January here and it's a, it's an aquaman <laughs> piece where he's got Aquaman flying out of this glass, you know, there's a big splash coming out of it and everything. And it's, it's a glass of water instead of the ocean, you know, and it's spraying all over in a phone that's sitting down there, whatever, and just some really, really fun stuff. So I do recommend go check out hot Kenobi. Um, he's taking these figures and putting them into these kind of real world situations. He does some other stuff that's, you know, kind of making it look like it's real with, with different set pieces, stuff like that. But very, very, very fun, um, you know, kind of silly, humorous look at these action figures of different things they're doing. So an ideal example of playing in your creativity. Now, the other one that I followed for a little bit, the the Twitter or excuse me, Instagram handle is at work more or less. And it's an individual named Jason Yang. And this account is, is literally, this is his description. And this is why I wanted to share it with you because it's perfect for what we're talking about today in being able to play with your work, um, with your creativity. And in his Instagram bio just says my place to play when I'm not creating as, and then he gives his other handle, uh, which is his more serious design and, and illustration work. He's basically doing these amazing photographs and scenes he's setting up all with with action figures now his is a lot of star wars his are not so much these characters in real world situations they're you know very often like he's got a shot with some of the action figures from 
uh, Solo, the the Star Wars story that came out, the action figures there, where they're set up out in the snow walking, and he's got this scene. It looks like they're on some snow planet, and he's making these scenes and doing these things to make it look like they're the real characters. He will inject a little bit of uh, you know real life stuff, and I mean, he's got Hulk having a snowball fight with Wolverine for crying out loud. Um, I mean, like I say, a lot of Star Wars stuff. Very very cool work. It's something I, I really really am digging. And these are the type of things, though, that when you look at it, they really just show you how easy it is to play around. Just have a little fun with your work. You know, don't take things so seriously because here's a great example of someone who is, you know, essentially by his Twitter bio, you know, or his, his Instagram bio, he, this is this is something he does to play when he's not busy creating his his full-time day job as a, as an illustrator and everything else he's doing. This is a creative outlet and it's something that's letting him explore something, have fun with something, but it's also informing and teaching him things about, you know, his, his day-to-day work. I'm, you know, things that he can bring in. Um, the two are kind of meshing up at times and, and different things. And it's really, really inspirational. So if you're needing a little dose of some cool things to go check out, in your podcast player of choice, you should be able to swipe, you know, left, right, up, down. However you get to the show notes, you should be able to swipe, and I'll have these linked up right there. Definitely go check them out. They'll be right there on your phone. And they are a fantastic couple of accounts if you want to see some terrific examples of just playing in your creativity. So, guys, I hope you've taken something away from this because, like I said, last week, the what if was really the big question. That was the thing to get you going. And without realizing it, the idea of the importance of play and creativity, it's, it's really the ideal companion to that. Because once you ask yourself, what if, keeping that open mindset, getting yourself outside of the, the box of expectations that you put on yourself, that just lets you get into that totally free zone with no fear of failure, that, that mindset combined with the idea of what if, are what are going to let you do some amazing things that may or may not work, but you know it's going to let you try some things out without any any fear, any concern over whether it's going to succeed or fail or any of that. You know, just like Antonio did with the light painting, fantastic outcome. I mean, totally amazing outcome. You know, where it goes from here, who knows? You don't have to know at this point. I don't think. You know, it's it's something you can just explore, and you've added a tool into your toolbox that you maybe wouldn't have thought to do otherwise. And you never know where that jumps in. You know, I told him I'd like to see him try the light painting, but instead of still life, um, take it into more of a, you know, instead of photographing a single subject, a single prop, so to speak, do some light painting on a small scene, you know, day-to-day moments, you know, thinking a little bit like uh, William Eggleston, you know, where he's got unique kind of, small glimpses of daily life, the mundane that we look at, but give it a little twist with a little light painting, see what happens. And if he doesn't do it, I'm going to, I'm going to try it because I might still try it anyways, even if he does. It sounds interesting to me, but it's all because of that idea of what if from last week and the idea of just being able to play, have fun. At the end of the day, that's what we're here to do is just have fun and enjoy the process of being creative. Enjoy the process of just jumping into it, much like when we first started, whatever creative process we're into, usually you don't come into something like that and say, well, I've got this rule and that rule. 
You're just enjoying the exploration, enjoying the adventure, being able to just play around and try something new because it's just fun, because it brings you entertainment, it brings you joy, whatever that might be. And I want you guys to really keep that in your mind because nowadays it is so easy to get lost in the negative feelings of, well, my following count isn't that good or you know, I don't have too many likes on that. Maybe people don't like it. Just forget about it. Get rid of that box and, and build in, you know, intentionally build in time to just go play and explore and have fun with your creativity. So guys, like always, this adventure has come to an end. Next week, we'll have a brand new adventure for you. And then uh, the week after that, I get to finally share with you guys an excellent conversation I had uh, with a gentleman who is doing some very, very cool things in the world of metal and design and things like that. So I'm excited to share that with you as well. But this week, the adventure is over. So as always, if you want to keep up with everything that I'm doing here with Adventures in Creativity, head on over to davidswiduck.com or reach out on Twitter at David Swiduck. Those links are here in the show notes. And of course, if you like what we're doing here and you want to support me in, in another way or in more ways, feel free to go ahead and, and use those buttons, share, retweet, tweet it out, um, post it on Facebook, whatever you want. Get this, Get these episodes, get these adventures out to as many people as you can, any creatives in your life. And if you have someone that you think I should talk to, you have a topic you want me to, to dive into, certainly reach out and definitely more than happy to, to look into it and see if we can set something up. So absolutely always open to see all of the amazing different creative things you guys are up to because it also inspires me to keep pushing myself and keep playing, keep asking what if. So for now, guys, I want you guys to take care. As always, keep your eyes open for your own adventures in creativity. And until next week, Stay creative, take care of yourselves, and I will talk to you in a week. Thanks again for listening. Music in this episode is provided by the band Portrayal. It's a track called Lost Souls. You can find it at freemusicarchive.org.